Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 110, Fearless and Forward, Three Kinds of Fear and How to Overcome Them. Welcome everyone to the program today. My name is Brian Holmes, and you have found the Strategic Living Podcast, where we are all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening dreams. I believe we can change the world. I really do. It's our desire to see you healed, your mind transformed. We want to help you discover who you really are and become actively engaged in what it is that you have been created to do. Going to be an awesome program. I want to tackle the subject of fear. I want to talk about moving forward without fear. Let's do it right now, everybody. Let's get started. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Great to have you with us as always. I am deeply, deeply honored that you would be with us on this incredible journey towards strategic living, strategic leadership, strategic access into things that are meaningful. And I tell you what, I'm looking forward to a new year, and we're approaching that very quickly. In fact, here in the U.S., we are coming up on a very important holiday, which is Thanksgiving, And I'm not sure why we need just one day a year to focus our hearts and our minds towards being thankful. In fact, I would suggest that it would be a lifestyle for all of us. But we're coming up on that. And that particular holiday marks, as they say, the beginning of the end as far as a year goes. Because once that holiday comes around, it's just downhill to Christmas. And once Christmas is here, well, you're a week away from the new year. And so we're coming in to this... uh, this new place, this new season very quickly. And I want to address something today that I feel like so many deal with, and that is fear. You know, we we talk about taking an honest look. We talk about making a shift in our minds, in our hearts. We talk about um, quantifiably adjusting and moving and shaping our thoughts towards new beginnings. But one of the things that oftentimes creeps up is this internal dialogue that is laced with pessimism, fear, and the unknown. Another interesting dynamic in our world, and wherever you are in the world, no doubt you're aware that in recent days we have seen yet again a tragic situation unfold in Paris, France, where uh, radical extremists, people who are out to make a particular statement about their agenda have taken the lives of hundreds of people, and uh, it's just horrible, and our thoughts, our prayers go out to those who have been impacted by this. And these kinds of events, these kinds of, of situations in our world are constantly fanning the flames of fear, fear of the unknown, fear of failure, fear of opposition and hatred and fear of war and and just it's just a constant barrage of fear. Well, I want to share with you today the other side of this because I do not believe that we are 
somehow destined to succumb to or to subject ourselves to a fear-based consciousness. In fact, the Bible that I refer to very often uh, in one of the Apostle Paul's writings, he says very clearly that God has not given us this spirit of fear. Fear is not a God-ordained or God-given or a God-breathed type of a, uh, a quality, but rather God's given us the, the mindset, the spirit of power and of love. Oh my gosh, do we need love in our cultures today and of a sound mind. And so I can tell you definitively that, that God is not the, the origin of fear, nor does he utilize fear to motivate anyone to any particular action. Merriam Webster defines fear as an unpleasant or often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. And we'll talk more about the definition of fear in just a moment. The bottom line is, is that fear is an emotion that paralyzes. It causes us to hesitate. It causes us to, to run and hide. It, it causes us to go underground with our potential, underground with our design, underground with our destiny. It causes us to, to retreat. And on this program, I, I don't want to stand around allowing that to be our dominant thought process. I want us to think in terms of fearless and forward. Fearless and forward. And today I'm going to talk about three kinds of fear and how you and I can be actively engaged in overcoming them and living above fear. For just a little while, we're talking about fearless and forward. I want to get a little bit clinical here with you for a moment. We already read from Webster's Dictionary, fear is an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger, and danger could be categorized in so many different ways. But it goes on to, to define fear as an instance of emotional instability, a state marked by the emotion of fear. It also defines fear as anxious concern. Now, I want you to think about that one. Anxious concern. It also can be defined as a reason for alarm. Wikipedia has an incredible uh, couple of paragraphs about fear that I think are worth noting. It says, fear is an emotion induced by a perceived threat, which causes a person to quickly pull far away from the perceived threat and usually go into hiding. Fear is a basic survival mechanism occurring in response to a specific stimulus, such as pain or the threat of danger. In short, fear is the ability to recognize danger leading to an urge to confront it or flee from it, also known as the fight or flight response. Extreme cases of fear, which is horror or terror, a person can actually freeze or be paralyzed in response to their fear. Fear is frequently related to the specific behaviors of escape and avoidance. Whereas anxiety is the result of threats, 
which are perceived to be uncontrollable or unavoidable. It's worth noting that fear almost always relates to future events or possibilities. Think about it. Fear can be, and most oftentimes is, a manipulating and controlling force in an individual's life. Fear. So fear causes us to either bow up and fight or to run. It causes us to show up or to go into hiding. It causes us to act out or to freeze and become paralyzed and become incapable of acting. Now, with these definitions as a backdrop, I want to look at three categories of fear that most often are the ones we deal with in our lives. Now, this is not an exhaustive discussion about fear, but I do believe these three categories can help us to think about our own lives and maybe some of the things that are paralyzing us as we look forward into a new season, what feelings are being conjured up and what are the origins of those feelings. So the first category of fear is the fear of man, the fear of man throughout world history. uh, We have seen this particular category as a major motivating factor in many, many things. Nations have literally risen or fallen based on this particular fear. The fear of man empowers some people and emboldens them, and it paralyzes so many others. This kind of fear, as as is the case with all fear, cancels out faith, cancels out possibilities, cancels out the power that is actually inside of us to create. The fear of man comes in many forms, and quite honestly, I believe is one of the most dominant types of fears. You see under this category, for example, fear of man being the opinions of other people, where we become more concerned with what people think or may not think about us than what God himself has said to be true about our life and about the possibilities that we are engaging This fear of man can be realized in perceived status or a lack of status. If I don't have a certain title or a certain position or a certain rank, then I I won't garner the respect of people. We actually will exaggerate or or sometimes uh, really expand on, in a very dishonest way, our own resume so that we impress someone rather than just walk confidently in who we are. The fear of man shows itself in the loss of approval. If I do what I know to do and follow the direction God's leading, my boss, my family, my friends may not agree and I may lose their approval. It's interesting that men seek approval and oftentimes do so to the detriment of their own soul. This fear of man shows up in loss of love where, you know, I want to just keep the peace. I'll do whatever I have to do because I don't want to lose the love or the acceptance of someone. This type of fear is based in performance and reward. I do and I do and I do and I perform and I perform and I perform. I stress myself out so that I can measure up to someone's expectation. It's performance. And, of course, we can talk about the fear of enemies. All this is the fear of man. Go along to get along. We, we don't want to speak truth because the truth might not be politically correct 
And therefore, we would rather not be opposed or have people coming after us because of our strong opinions or positions on something. We tolerate the intolerable in order to avoid the inevitable. Fear of rejection, that's another type of fear that relates to the fear of man. Fear of job loss or financial ruin. The fear of man is all about pleasing people. The second category, major category of fear is the fear of risk or failure. This is a big one for a lot of people because I think uh, most of us at some point in our life, when when faced with the possibility of, of taking a step or taking a risk or or starting a business or writing a book or trying something we've never tried before, inherently there is a an angst that relates to this fear of risk or fear of failure. The truth is that dreams are only realized when we act upon them. Destinies can only be revealed and potential is only manifest when we take what is possible and actually make it so. Success and fulfillment only comes to those who are willing to risk what they presently have for the sake of a better future. We call it the comfort zone, and we all tend to live there, but you cannot have what is outside of the comfort zone without actually navigating and moving outside of your comfort zone. The best things in life literally come to those who look risk and, yes, even failure directly in the eye, and they just go for it anyway. It's all or nothing. Do or die. The Bible tells us that faith without works is dead, meaning you can, you can actually believe something to be possible, but until you act on it, until you go beyond the fear of risk, the fear of failure, until you confront that and move past it, what you're believing for will never show itself because you don't do something about it. Fear is literally a spirit that is released and utilized by the enemy of our soul so that we are paralyzed. It causes us to, to hesitate or to not act on what God has put in our heart to act on. When our destiny is staring us right in the face, whether or not we possess it and have it and go for it and receive it and experience it, enjoy the benefits of it, is completely contingent upon our willingness to look fear right in the eye and go for it anyway. Fear never takes into account the sovereignty of God and his word. In fact, fear is in direct opposition to God's word. I'll tell you this, fear will talk you out of everything you long for. That's right. If you give in to fear, you'll never, ever have the things your heart desires. Fear and risk will literally cheat you out of the joy, out of the success, out of the prosperity, out of the blessing of what could be and lock you up in the prison of what is. I've heard it said that failure is not an option. Yeah, it really is because you can choose to fail. If you try 
and go after it and fail. At least you tried. But you, if you don't do anything, you chose failure as an option. I'm of the belief that everything that God does is good. I, I don't think he can do anything that's messed up or bad. In fact, I think he has designed and designated for you a better life, one that's greater than you can imagine. And when something is that good, it often requires us to leave our present situation, our present state, and kind of go to a different place. In other words, we have to be willing to risk what we have for what we don't. We have to risk entering into a new area that we're not familiar with in order to possess what we presently don't have. Subjecting yourself to fear of failure or fear of risk will lock you into the present and keep you from having what God has already predetermined that he wants you to have. I hesitate to go here, but I think I'm going to. Jesus told a parable about some fellows that were given opportunity. It's called the parable of the talents. I'm going to read it to you. It's in Matthew 25, verse 14 to 29. Just quickly blow through here, but I want you to see this. It's just like a man about to go on a journey who called his own servants and entrusted all of his possessions to them. Uh, of course, as you know, just paraphrasing, he gave one five talents, he gave another guy two, gave another one one, and then he left. Immediately, the one who had received five went out and utilized what he had, acted on it, and he gained five more. He doubled what he'd been given. He had a 100% return on his investment. The same way the guy who had received two went out and doubled his investment. The guy who had been given one talent to work with dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master came back, wanted to settle up the accounts. The one who had received five showed the guy, hey, I got five more. Master said to him, great job, man. You did an awesome job. In fact, you did such a great job. You've been faithful and, and a great steward of what I've given you. I'm going to put you in charge of all kinds of stuff because I, I see that you have the capacity and the mindset to take what you've been given and do great things with it. The guy with two talents came up and reported. He said, you gave me two. I've gained two more. Master said, great job. You're awesome. Again, you, you've shown yourself to be faithful with a few things. I'm going to put you in charge of much more. And the guy who had received one talent, he came up and said, man, I listen, I wanted to be very careful. I knew that you were very a very hard taskmaster. I, I know you're the kind of guy who reaps where you don't sow and you gather where you didn't put any seed down. And I was actually afraid. Here's fear. I was afraid. And because I was afraid of what you might do if I failed, I just took what you gave me and I stuck it in the ground and I made sure that I was able to bring at least that much back to you. The master said, 
Now, I'm paraphrasing. This is not what Jesus said. But in, in Brian Holmes' translation, it says, you're an idiot. <laughs> you wicked, lazy servant. <laughs> you're an idiot. You knew my mode of operation. You, you know the kind of guy I am. At the very least, you should have put what I gave you in the bank and, and earned some interest on that. So he told his servants, he said, take everything from this guy and give it to the guy who has 10 talents. And the principle here is, is very simple. Fear causes you to do stupid things. Fear causes us to miss opportunities. Fear causes us to, to actually miss the reward of entering into the joy, the pleasure of what it is that God has in mind for us because we did not take what we've been given and do something with it. Every one of these men were faced with the same measure of risk proportionately. Each of them were faced with the same economic conditions. They all lived in the same place. They had the same environmental issues going on around them. They were all given the same opportunity. Two of them chose to do something with what they were given. One of them chose to respond to and succumb to and subject themselves to fear. They gave in to fear. They engaged in self-preservation. Which, by the way, is always the product of fear. This one talent guy had intimate knowledge of his master's work in MO. But in his mind, he could not see himself having the same skills, abilities, or success rate as everybody else. And, and because he allowed himself to give in to fear, he missed out on the back end of what could have been a very powerful opportunity. Potential is just that. It's just potential. It has no power unless you act on it. It has no capacity to create unless you cause it to become a reality. Fear. So three kinds of fear. Well, many kinds of fear, but the three categories. The fear of man, which includes the opinions of others, perceived status or lack thereof, loss of approval, loss of love, uh, I'm not good enough, fear of enemies or opposition or people's opinions, fear of rejection, fear of job loss or financial ruin, pleasing people instead of pleasing God. And of course, we have the fear of risk. And then we have the fear of failure. All of these things rob us of our ability to enjoy life the way God designed it. Great author and speaker Charles Stanley said this, Fear stifles our thinking and our actions. It creates indecisiveness that results in stagnation. He says, I have known talented people who procrastinate indefinitely rather than risk failure. Lost opportunities cause erosion of confidence and the downward spiral begins. Gosh. Paulo Coelho offers us this incredible statement. Pitiful is the person who is afraid of taking risks. 
Perhaps this person will never be disappointed or disillusioned. Perhaps he or she won't suffer the way people do when they have a dream to follow. But when that person looks back, and at some point everyone looks back, he or she will hear their heart saying, what have you done with the miracles that God planted in your days? What have you done with the talents God bestowed on you? You buried yourself in a cave because you were fearful of losing those talents. So this is your heritage, the certainty that you have wasted your life. Whoa. One more incredible quote that I came across. Ray Bradbury says, If we listened to our intellect, we'd never have a love affair. We'd never have a friendship. We'd never go into business because we'd be cynical. Well, that's nonsense. You've got to jump off of cliffs all the time and build your wings on the way down. As we gaze into the possibilities and the opportunities that are 2016, I want to ask you, what are your dreams? What has God called you to accomplish, to do, to pursue? What business, what relationship, what job, what book? And in spite of whatever obstacles you may be looking at right now, are you willing to overcome fear? In fact, are you willing to confront fear and resolve in your mind that you will be fearless and you will move forward? So what if you fail? So what if you bump your knee on the ground? So what if you stub your toe or break your arm? Whatever happens, happens. But are you willing and are you able to look into your future and say, whatever it is that God is calling me to, I can do all things because he strengthens me. I want to encourage you today, be fearless and move forward. Don't allow the things that have held you back to this point to rob you of the possibilities that exist in this new season. So I close out the session today. I want to say to you, this is a, a challenging time we live in. I'll give you that. If you look at the news, if you look at the reports, if you listen to the, the pundits, there are all kinds of reasons why you shouldn't believe in your future. But I will ask you this. Whose report will you believe? I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the report of the Lord. Because if he said it, it is true, and you can accomplish it. Fearless and forward. If you'd like to comment on this episode, you can go to brianholmes.com forward slash 110. All of our show notes will be there. Any links we've mentioned will be there. All the quotes will be there. I encourage you to check that out. We'd love to hear from you on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. Engage us in conversation. Also, I want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast. 
If you've not already done that, and share it with someone you know. If you've not already done so, you, uh, we invite you to give us a star rating in iTunes and leave a review there. That helps us to get the word out. And I believe with all of my heart that as we grow our, our reach with this show, we can impact the lives of more and more people. And we thank you for being a part of that. One more thing, I want to invite you to be a part of our weekly email updates. If you've not subscribed to those, go to brianholmes.com. Right there on the front page, you can subscribe. We want to keep in contact with you about what's happening here at brianholmes.com. Hey, there's some big, 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 big things coming in 2016 for this show and for our audience and for our work. And we certainly want to keep you abreast as to what's happening there. Well, I trust something we've shared today has been a blessing to you and has challenged you to overcome your fear. Come on, get her done. Let's go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're here in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving. May God richly bless you and keep you. We look forward to seeing you again very, very soon back here on the program. Until next time, take care. Take care.